you know the saying, this book changed my life. Well, I'm really honored and thrilled to share with you an author whose book did radically change my life, Brandon Bays. I want you to imagine turning back the clock 22 plus years when I was living in South Africa. I picked up Brandon's book, The Journey, at a time when my life was at an all-time low after losing my home and dog in a house fire and then divorcing my husband of 25 years, ending up broke, broken-hearted and virtually homeless. Reading her book, I was mesmerized by her story of physically healing a basketball-sized uterine tumor in six and a half weeks, which you can read in her book, The Journey, and which you will hear about later. A key component of the journey work is the forgiveness healing process. I had a strong calling to invite her to share this with post-apartheid South Africa, and the rest is history. We worked together for several years, putting the journey on the map in South Africa. I became the first trained journey practitioner in the country. My life healed mentally, physically, emotionally and financially. As I say, her book and the journey process changed my life. I can't wait for you to hear how she wrote the life-changing book inside her, despite several early life traumas that almost shut her writing down completely. And you will hear how you can get a free copy of The Journey, so stay to the end. Hello and welcome to the Write the Book Inside You podcast. Tips, tools and interviews for coaches and healers like you who want to write a non-fiction book to boost your visibility, clients and cash flow while making a difference. I'm your host, Carol Westmore a multi-published author and energy psychology tapping book coach. Now let's jump into today's episode. Brandon Bays is the world's leading authority on emotional healing and life transformation. She has dedicated her life to bringing healing and freedom to people around the globe. She is the pioneer of the journey method a mind-body-spirit inner-directed process of physical, emotional well-being and spiritual awakening. Her book, The Journey, How to Heal Your Life and Set Yourself Free, has sold over 1 million copies, been translated into 23 languages, changing thousands of lives. My own included, but that's another story. Welcome, Brandon. And thank you for being here today. Thank you ever so much. And I love uh, working with you in South Africa and uh, really offering the journey to people all over the African continent. And I'm loving that this is a workshop with people who are writers and aspiring to be writers. And, uh, you know, that uh, first book I wrote, The Journey, that became that international bestseller, I've actually written six books in total. And it's been quite a journey in learning for me. And as you know, the journey method was originally born from my own direct experience 
experience of healing from what was a basketball-sized tumor. And even though I'd been in the personal growth and self-development field my whole adult life, certified in so many areas, it was the last thing I ever expected to have happen. And the great gift that came out of that whole journey in healing in only six and a half weeks' time was I found a method for all of us to go on our own healing journeys inside ourselves and get access to something that is called cell memories. And what we know about the emotions and the cells inside our bodies is when you feel a strong emotion and you repress it, and they can watch this in a laboratory, it releases a quantifiable biochemistry, which will go to certain cell receptors and block them, rendering those cells incapable of communicating with the rest of the cells in the body. And if over time, illness happens, of course it happens where the cells are blocked. And conversely, what's also known to be true is when we feel our emotions very naturally and freely like a child does, our cell receptors remain open. And so part of my own profound healing journey was I was spontaneously guided to a method for all of us to go on our own inner journeys, to get to these blocked cells, to uncover and unearth the cell memories that are stored there and to go through a deep, quite a profound process of release and letting go and forgiveness so that when new cells are born, they're born devoid of that old consciousness as new regenerative cells. And so what I learned about these cell memories that get stored inside of our bodies and what science knows is that when you are at a peak of a strong emotion, and you repress it, that is when that biochemistry is released. And that programming that gets stores in the, stored in the cells gets passed on from one cell generation to the next to the next until somehow that programming gets interrupted. And that's what the journey offered for me. And what I found out as a writer, and I'm speaking to you as colleagues in this, is that we, all of us, have these what I call silent saboteurs stored inside of our bodies. And these repressed cell memories are there. And very often when everything's going smoothly and we're writing pro prolifically and it's just pouring out of us, and suddenly we see a word that we've typed or written and we look at it and we go, oh, that's not right. And we start the sentence again, only nothing comes out right after that moment. And it's because of these old blocks stored inside of our bodies, these unmet cell memories. And what happens as soon as our potential's coming out, you know, it gives us what I would call a glitch where we get writer's block. Or like, let's say you're a golfer, you could be winning a match and you know it's going to happen, but you can't stop yourself just as you're putting through that last putt, something glitches and you blow it. It happens with painters where they're painting and everything's flowing out of them. One stroke doesn't look right. They put out a blank canvas and they don't paint again. And so one of the gifts of what the journey does for you is to unearth these silent saboteurs and uncover what is really blocking you. What is holding you back when you get to that place where the inspiration stops? You just, nothing comes out right anymore. And when you deal with it at that deepest level, 
at the level of the cellular level and clear that out and meet and face what your emotional issue was, discover what went on at that time, go through a deep release, ultimately forgiveness of yourself, of others, of life. Then when new cells are born, they're born devoid of that old consciousness as new regenerative cells, i.e. that silent saboteur is no longer programmed in your body, in your cells. So I had... Yes, I was going to say, Brandon, I believe, you know, in your own life as a writer, you know this only too well. Could you share that with us? So on the one hand, you had the physical healing of that tumor. I think it was in six and a half weeks by clearing out some of your emotional issues. But then when it came to writing, tell us your, you know, your experience as a writer. You know, when I was a child, a young child, we had a very domestically challenged household. And part of the way I used to cope, I would read voraciously and go into my fantasy world with my books. And of course, I became a good reader and, you know, a good speller. And when I was in the third grade, our teacher, she asked us to do the most amazing thing. At eight years old, she asked us to write a paragraph of a mini uh, short story. I thought, oh my goodness, she's wanting us to be like those famous writers who I worship and adore. And I ran home and, you know, with those big lead pencil, pencils, I didn't write one paragraph. I wrote 10 pages. I even remember the story to this day. I, I took my, my, you know, bundled copy of my 10 pages and gave it to my teacher. And I was so excited. And she actually read out my story as the one that she felt was the best story of all the kids. My mom, when she went to the PTA meeting at the end of the semester, and my mom came home and she, and she said to me, Brandon, your teacher thinks you have a real gift for writing. I never questioned, children don't, that this was true. And of course, what became my favorite topic? English and writing. The final year of high school, we had this one class and it was called Our Honors English. And this old battle axe on a Friday, she would take the whole one hour period of class and we would have to write. At the end of this semester of this very difficult class, I knew that I had a 96.3 average. I could maybe not just get an A, but an A plus. And so I did something and we're not supposed to do. I ripped the report card envelope open and I looked at my report card and it said B plus. And I thought, how could that be? I know what my average was. And I said, but I noticed that I got a B plus. And I, I wondered if there was some kind of mistake. She said, no, no mistake. I had a 96.3 average. Wouldn't that normally at least warrant an A? She said, in most circumstances, she said, part of your grade is how I feel about you as a teacher and as a student. And she said, I don't care if you got a hundred on every paper, you're just not an A student. Now your boyfriend, he got 89 average, but I gave him the A because he's an honor student. He's got what it takes to be an A student. And it was like this wall just came slamming down inside of me. I thought, you know what? I don't care if I get a hundred percent, I'm still don't have what it takes mm. to be an A student. 
And I gave up my whole writer's dream. English became my least favorite subject. And when I got to university, gave up my dream altogether and decided to study philosophy and psychology. And, but I had to take English 101. And at the midterm, the teacher called up two people and we were a class of 300 people. She said, I don't know what it is with you, Brandon. I feel that you've got this real talent, but it's like something's blocking you. Then the journey happened in my life. And I suddenly had this method that I needed to get out to the world because if it was possible for me to heal, I knew it was possible for everyone else to heal. And I had a prayer that it get out to millions, which it has done. I simply sat down and every day I prayed. And I imagined a woman who would never read about the material that I was writing about in her dressing gown <laughs> up in a small village in Yorkshire, that she would somehow get hold of this book and it would speak directly to her soul, that it would go in and that it would be simple truth speaking to the simple truth in her. And I had her in front of me and I kept saying, I'm writing this for you so you can go on your own path of healing. And what's so extraordinary, and it's, it's now been, you know, 24 years since that book was written and it just, you know, went around the globe like a wildfire is that it appeals to people from all walks of life because there was a purpose in the writing and there was a, and a desire to you know, bypass all the frou-frou of the mind, the la-la thinking, the fantasy, and really speak the simplest truth. Now, what is interesting, I have worked with writers who have experienced writer's block. And indeed, the, the screenwriter, for Sleepless in Seattle, where he won the Academy Award for the screenplay, came to me. He was a month away from having to deliver this script for which he'd received uh, a payment for a million dollars for this script. And he had written one word because he was experiencing writer's block. And I went back to my own experience of, you know, this wall coming down inside and knew that he probably had a silent saboteur stored inside him. That as soon as he was beginning to let the inspiration come out, the writer's block would happen. The wall would come down and he couldn't write a word. And I did a journey style process with him where we went inside of him and we got to the emotional root cause, the cell memories that were creating this writer's block in him. And what was happened, it was from specific cell memories that I'm not at liberty to tell you what mm. they were. And they, when he was at a peak of a strong experience, like I was with that English teacher, that when you're at the peak, if you shut down, if the wall comes slamming down, then that biochemistry is released and it got stored in his cells. So we actually unearthed the cell memories that was blocking his writer's potential. And he went through a deep process of release and letting go and understanding forgiveness so that when new cells were born, they were born devoid of that old silent saboteur, those old cell memories. They were born as new regenerative cells. After 
he had a session with me, he began writing prolifically. And eventually, I didn't know that the name of his, his film was Sleepless in Seattle. But what happened was, about three years later, after he'd won the Academy Award, he called me up and asked for another session with me. <laughs> and he yes. said, I'm really coming to your, he actually came to a journey intensive is what yes. he did. He said, I wanted to come to the journey intensive to learn what it is and how it is you do what you do. <laughs> because that process won me an Academy Award. And so how does the journey apply to you as a writer? It applies to you because all of us have these silent saboteurs stored inside. Mm -hmm. And what really the journey is, is not an invitation from me. It's an invitation from your soul to go on a journey inside yourself, to clear whatever blocks you, whatever shuts you down, whatever holds you back on any level of being so that this divine potential, mine happened to be at that time a gift for writing that got shut down. We all of us have gifts stored inside of us. We all of us have this divine potential, this creative genius stored inside of us. You uncover what's blocking that. You clear whatever blocks you on any level of being in your relationships, in your career, in your creativity. And when you clear those blocks, then this divine potential that is your essence can be fully expressed, be fully realized. The inspiration comes out unfettered. And so it's really an invitation to everyone here that we all of us have blocks on any level of being. It can be that you're in a relationship with someone and it's getting very intimate and you know it's going to happen, but you cannot stop yourself. And you watch yourself as you explode the relationship and watch the love of your life walk out of your life. And so we all of us have these blocks in different areas of our lives. And so what I really want to invite everyone to do is to investigate, free up this potential that lives inside of you. I had to become 42 years old until I was able to write the journey. When you were going through the process of healing your, your uterine tumor, the size of a basketball, do you think some of the forgiveness process had a knock on effect, you know, in time on your writing? Because I've found working with you for, I think, two or three years around the world with you, that as I cleared one issue, other issues would, you know, would come up for healing and then be healed. You, you don't want a flood of people trying to get hold of you for a journey no. process. <laughs> Because they want to be, you know, what you've told us. So how do people, A, learn the process or contact uh, other journey therapists, of which there are many around the world? And do you have a, a free gift for people to kickstart their investigation into the journey? Yes, I do. Now, first of all, you can get on the journey.com. And there's the original book that I wrote many years ago. Uh, we've done it in, in a more abbreviated form, but it's a free download. 
There are also meditations on that can get uh, onto a journey intensive and they're happening all around the world where you really learn how to roll up your sleeves and dive in. And for people who are watching this, you'll get a special link where you will get 200 euros off the price of that journey intensive, which is a two day event. It's a total immersive retreat where you it's online and where you're not only getting the teachings with me, but then you're getting the guided introspections. And in the afternoon, you actually go through one-to-one -one processes with other people and feeling washed clean when you leave. But my deepest prayer is that you then take these tools into your life. And I always say, give the work away. Give it to your children, to your parents, to your friends, and help them to take the lampshade off their life. And so it's an ongoing process of a love affair with your soul. You used to go from weekend to weekend with the most amazing energy and love, uh, you know, doing workshop after workshop. And it's interesting since I spoke to you recently that you have found it as effective online. It's it's just growing and has such an effect on people physically, uh, mentally, emotionally, yes. and spiritually. Um, when I so... wrote the book, The Journey for Kids, it begins, the book begins actually with this story how there was uh, an eight-year-old boy. He had been diagnosed with not only dyslexia, but attention deficit disorder. And he was hostile in school. He couldn't focus, restless. He was arguing with all the other children. And finally, the headmaster came to the woman and said to the mother, listen, your child's going to have to go into a school for mentally disabled children. She said, there's nothing wrong with my child. He's a smart boy. He can't go to a school for special children. So she did exactly that. She got a tutor three to four hours after school every day. She did kinesiology with him. She went into hypnosis with him. She was trying everything. Someone gave her the journey book and she thought, I wonder if this can work for my boy. She read the journey to him out of the journey book, took him on a journey and he went back to a cell memory when he was only five years old. He was in kindergarten in school. Now he loved school, but the substitute teacher didn't know this about him and they were starting to learn their ABCs. She would write a big A on the blackboard. All the children were given a piece of paper and a crayon, and they were supposed to draw an A. Now, he could see the blackboard absolutely clearly and could see the A. But when he would look down at his paper, obviously had needed reading glasses, he couldn't see. Everything was blurry, and he was making a mess out of the letter A. The teacher came by, saw the mess that he'd made, and she thought he was having a bad attitude. So the next day, you know, they went on to the letter B and the same thing happened. He, looking at his papers, his exact description was everything looked like worms squirming. And so he tried to write a B and it became a mess. And she now thought, okay. And she marched him to the front of the room held up this paper showing that he couldn't even write the letter B. 
And all the children laughed at him. And he ran to the loos. And he described what happened. It was as if something inside of him just shut down. And he decided he was too stupid, that he would never be good at learning anything. So what happens? This anger, this rage, this humiliation got stored inside of him as a cell memory. And every time he's welcome to learn, he's too stupid, he gets angry, he's hostile with everybody, he can't do the work. Now, some months later, they found out that he needed glasses. There was nothing wrong with him other than he needed glasses, but already the damage had been done. So in uncovering the cell memory, he not only went through a process of understanding what had happened, that the teacher just didn't know he needed glasses, but he found it in his heart to forgive that teacher. And something magical happened when he forgave. It's like he let go of all the resentment. He let go of all that pain so that when the new cells were born, they were born devoid of this whole block to learning. After the journey process, he started learning at school at such a rapid rate. He was always a smart kid. By the end of the semester, three months later, he turned out to be the top student in class. The so-called attention deficit disorder caused by that emotional block to learning. And so there's a great power in not only uncovering the block, but also there's a mysterious, profound healing power in forgiveness. Mm. That was really what at the time triggered me to beg you to come to South Africa, that I would promote you because we were just going through the post-apartheid uh, transition and I knew there was much forgiveness to be done. And so thank you that you say how important that is. And the stories you've shared, your own story and that little boy's story, I'm sure have really given listeners food for thought about their own creativity and writing, but also maybe their, their children and, and people, you know, close to them or pe if they're coaches and healers, people they might be working with. So thank you, Brandon. Is there one last parting message about forgiveness or about anything else that I didn't ask you that you could share? Yes, about forgiveness. I once heard an enlightened master say that the root cause of all illness is lack of forgiveness. And I would say that the beginning of all healing begins with forgiveness. This is why the journey is used in medical hospitals around the world after people have had operations and they've had medical treatment. They then go have a journey process to get to the emotional root cause and to experience the healing power of forgiveness so that illness doesn't return the power of forgiveness can never be spoken loud enough or strong enough. I think that's a very beautiful way to end, Brandon. Download a free copy of Brandon's book, The Journey, and three meditations for wholeness, healing, and freedom at www.thejourney.com. Go to Brandon's website, scroll down, and you will be able to download a free copy of her book, The Journey, and complimentary guided meditations. And bless you for all the healing work you're doing in the world. Thank you, and a heartfelt namaste to everyone. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. Want a free gift to inspire you further on your book writing adventure? 
My free checklist, five book hook tips to kickstart your book writing journey will help you get clarity on the key essentials to make your book a winner. Download it at writethebookinsideyou.com forward slash free gift. The links are in the show notes. Until next time, a big virtual hug and keep writing.